G'day, welcome to the Community Resource Centre. Today we welcome Tom, who is a Senior Regional Officer for Consumer Protection in the Kimberley Region. Family violence has an impact on people living in rental housing. There has been recent changes in the tenancy laws. What impact will these changes have? They're going through Parliament at the moment. They're expected to come into effect from the end of this year. They're giving a, a lot more options and the, I guess the key thing is control to victims of family violence to be able to manage their situation a little bit better in respect to rentals. So unfortunately a lot of family violence does happen to tenants who are renting places and at, at the moment there's no, there's no provisions in that legislation to help them to say get out of that tenancy agreement or they may be on a tenancy agreement with the perpetrator who's actually doing the abusing. Um, these ones that are coming in is to remove those tenancy-related barriers. What is the current situation regarding tenants and domestic violence? We've seen 35-odd thousand reports of it. We know that there's a lot of family violence that's not reported. Thousands of calls to the family violence or domestic violence helplines and things like that. And I think the community is really waking up that there's a lot that needs to be done in this issue and so it's, it's up to everyone to try and put in to, to help solve these sort of problems. How much of an issue is family violence? So at the moment housing uncertainty or being locked into sort of lease agreements as people feel they are, they're really restricting people in, in, in escaping from family violence. Um, the, the cost of breaking lease, for example, where if you're signed up to a fixed-term tenancy agreement and you know, you, you're under agreement to keep paying that until it runs out, unless you can get somebody else in to take over that lease, removing those barriers um, so that people either can leave if they want to without having to pay, uh, double rent, for example, break lease as it's known, um, because those sort of costs just end up with people being homeless and, and that's not a good outcome either for people. There's also no, um, for example, it's expressly forbidden at the moment for a tenant to change the locks uh, in a property. Just simple things like that might be, they could be the difference between life and death, really. Uh, it's that serious an issue. This new legislation coming in um, will give tenants the ability to just change the locks, where it's an instance of family violence, just straight up get the locks changed. And that simple physical restraint could be what, what saves their life, in fact. Um, how are tenancy laws being changed? They're being changed to allow for things that, for victims of family violence to be able to get that help. And we're talking about not having such a high burden of evidence on demonstrating that they are a victim of family violence because we know, we understand all the research that we have shows that it's hard enough for people to seek that support. So really lowering that barrier by saying a tenant, for example, gets a letter from a CEO of a women's refuge, from a doctor or psychologist, a social worker, uh, even somebody working for Department of Communities, Child Protection, something to substantiate that they are a victim of family violence. That allows them to then go forward and present to the lessor, to the owner, landlord, uh, terminating the agreement so that they can flee from it without penalty, or even having the perpetrator removed from a lease. So unfortunately, many instances, family violence, the perpetrator and the victim are often intimate partners, say a couple, them both on a lease agreement. At the moment, there's just no provision to exclude one of the parties from that lease agreement. With the new laws, a victim could opt to stay on the lease and have the perpetrator, so the person doing the abusing, 
removed from that lease and not have a right to be there. So you don't end up with this silly you know, scenario like somebody's got a VRO against the partner, but they're on the same lease agreement. Just having the, or the capacity through the courts to change that is a really key thing and should really help victims escape from family violence. What impact will this have on landlords? We understand there'll be concerns from some landlords thinking, oh, well, people are just going to run away and run away from my rental property or something like that. Uh, It's not an exaggeration to say that these are life-changing things for people, victims of family violence. When When it comes down to it, landlords will appreciate that. As well, victims of family violence will often abandon a premises. There often be a lot of damage or rental arrears attributable to that. Having a more formal and simpler mechanism for the victims to either terminate or exclude uh, the perpetrator, usually the perpetrator that's causing a lot of that damage. There are benefits for landlords in these changes. You're not going to end up with two bad tenants or a bad tenant, no bad tenants, or a good tenant staying and the bad tenant removed from the lease, which just wasn't even a possibility under the previous legislation. There's also things to consider is that a landlord is not necessarily some rich guy sitting there smoking a cigar. It comes down to whoever you are leasing a property from. If that's housing authority uh, through Department of Community and Homes West, if it's foundation social housing here in Broome, if it's a private landlord, anybody who is paying rent to someone for that house, you've got a rental agreement, these changes will apply to you. That even includes, Paul, the caravan parks and things where people are staying as long-term tenants. So it's really wide-reaching and affecting a lot of people. So make sure that everybody out there is aware of it. Where do landlords and tenants go to access information about these changes? The first place that I can suggest is get in touch with us at Consumer Protection. The general advice line you call from anywhere in WA is 1300 30 40 54. Uh, if you're in town in Broome, you can pop into Woody's Arcade where we stay. A website's been set up, consumer protection slash family violence. There's a lot of information that we're putting out there as these things are coming to effect later this year. But look, it, it is a sensitive issue and most people in the community unfortunately know someone that's been affected by family violence. So anybody can get some information. We're going to be doing public information sessions some stakeholder sessions for those people that are quite directly involved. But look, any information or any questions, just give us a call on 1300 30 40 54. That's a confidential and free advice line.